What is it like living in a world where women are automatically labeled as useless as soon as they're born like? This may sound like something of the far past, but it's real and it's happening right now all throughout India. My name is Soleil Parkinson and today I will be discussing child and forced marriage within India and the stories of many girls it affects today. Child marriage dates all the way back to monarchs during the Delhi Sultanate time in India. During this time, monarchs married off their young daughters to protect them from foreign rulers who were constantly on the hunt to kidnap and abduct young princesses. Very, very young princesses. This was very common among all monarchs of the time, even outside of India. For India specifically, this was the only reason child marriage was around at this time. But that's only one of the reasons that it still exists today. Another example of the beginning of child marriage was within the Saryanas tribe. The Saryanas originally traveled with the king, who was also known as the Maharaja, with the women entertaining and the men crafting things for the soldiers. But when independence was found for India in 1947, the Saryanas lost their jobs and, well, they weren't offered many work opportunities in exchange. This caused the tribe's women, with some girls as young as 10 to 12, to be forced into prostitution just to be able to afford food for their families. Child marriage started within this tribe again as a form of protection. The main purpose being to keep these very young girls out of prostitu pro prostitution. Although this reason is still existing today in lots of India's smaller, less wealthy villages, there are many other reasons for child marriage that have been created in current day India. The most common reasons it still exists is to aid poverty, to follow tradition to keep the family's names respected, and to protect young girls from prostitution, kidnapping, and sexual assault. To understand just how serious the problem of child marriage is, we can look at the story that the locals refer to as the rat and the elephant. It's the story of a young girl by the name of Aisha, who was only 10 years old when she was married off to a huge, round, 50-year-old man. This extreme marriage happened through a process called shigar, which is when two men exchange female relatives. In this disturbing case, it was their own daughters. When journalist Cynthia Gorney had visited the village, the older sister of Aisha said that Aisha had screamed when she saw the huge man that was many years older than her, that she was being forced to marry. But the threat of her father killing her if he was arrested, Aisha put on her high heels and veil and continued through on her wedding. She calls home with her mobile phone that her sister gave her, crying every single day about how much she hates her marriage. This is just one extreme example of the disturbing child marriage arrangements in India and what these young girls go through. It's honestly so disturbing to think about compared to our West Western society's wedding ideals now. If these girls were living in America, they would be spending all of their time playing with dolls, hanging out with their friends, and spending their weekends playing sports and having sleepovers. 
Yet in India, 10 years of age isn't even an uncommon age to be married off. And they'll be moving in with a man who's possibly many years older than them, and even being forced into preparing for reproduction at 10 years old. This really demonstrates just how much our world needs to put a focus on these girls and help make a change for their safety. itself still has many reasons that are being used to take place in India, with the number one driver being poverty. 68.8% of the population in India lives in poverty, living on less than $2 a day. And within the bottom wealth percentile, the percent of girls aged 15 to 19 in a child marriage is higher than all the other economic groupings at a high number of 16.6%. When compared to the highest wealth grouping that only has 5.4% of young girls married. Once a marriage is commenced for one of these young girls, the chance of education crumbles right in front of their eyes as they're stuck at home doing housework and possibly taking care of children. Studies show that girls in the age group of 15 to 19, 38.8% of them have had no schooling at all. 21.9% have had only primary level schooling. Only 10.2% have done any secondary schooling at all. And only 2.4% go on to postgraduate education. Along with the huge lack of education, when forced into these marriages, girls face many traumatizing things such as abuse and early pregnancy. For example, Fulmadi, a 17-year-old girl from Shravasti, already has her newborn baby at home when she's not even allowed to be legally married yet. And Asia, a 14-year-old girl from Haja, already has a 2-year-old daughter and a newborn baby girl, and yet doesn't even know how to properly take care of her injuries from giving birth. Most women in India go on to have 5 to 10 children in their lifetime, most starting even before the legal marriage age of 18. So much work must be done to end child marriage in India and around the world to help protect our world's women of the future. The number one solution is to inform. We must inform people all around the world and inform residents of India the cost of child marriage and the damage they are doing to our world's future through denying these young girls from the basic human rights they deserve. The NGO Child Rights Connect is an organization that is working hard to open the eyes of people all over the world to the improvement needed in child rights. They're working hard to make a sustainable system change that enhances the children's safety and works towards the betterment of their future. They work towards this by supplying immense support to children's rights defenders 
parents and kids who are facing lack of children's rights themselves by teaching them how to use the UN's laws to help themselves get out of difficult situations and to create better lives for themselves. They also work closely with employers in the UN to help enhance the protection of children within the UN goals and within the laws. With many organizations working to inform society on these young girls' heartbreaking situations and informing countries on how they can protect their own girls, child marriage will eventually come to a stop as the world finally realizes that child marriage is causing so much more damage than it's giving benefits. And here's a big thank you to the sources that provided this information in the podcast, such as Nina Strutchlick and Cynthia Gorney, who are both writing from National Geographic on the articles Too Young to Wed and India's Forgotten Child Brides. Thank you to India Today's article, Child Marriage is a Bane in India, a glance at several shocking facts. Jen Swanson's article, The Only Good Reason to Have a Mass Wedding of Child Brides. SOS Children's Villages Canada's article, Poverty in India, Facts and Figures on the Daily Struggle for Survival, UNICEF's article, Child Marriage, Girls Not Brides article, India, Child Marriage Around the World, Girls Not Brides, and Child Rights Connect. Also, thank you to everyone who is listening to this podcast. It's such an important cause and needs the numbers and audience to bring a change to this problem. Thank you.